Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you wondering why you can't seem to focus? Are you struggling to find motivation for every day? If this is familiar to you, if this sounds just like what you've been thinking, um, I'm going to tell you why that might be. And my friend, it's not you. It's stress. So hang on. And I'm going to explain to you why you're feeling the way you're feeling and how you can change it up. Welcome to the Worry Less Living Podcast, the place where you can learn to be free from the weight of worry and when you worry, be better equipped to manage it. I'm Sarah Falk, your coach for a quieter mind and worry less living. Hey friends, let's talk about feeling sick and tired. When your stress response is tripped off, that is an alarm in your amygdala. And when that stress response, when that alarm system has been tripped or triggered by some external stimuli in your environment, then what happens is there are, there's a chemical reaction within your body. Adrenaline and cortisol are released. And we've talked about adrenaline and cortisol before. And we probably will talk about it so much more. But cortisol is going to increase your blood pressure, your blood sugar, and your heart rate. So we've talked about imagining what that can lead to if that remains elevated, those things, that heart heart rate, that blood pressure, and that blood sugar, if those remain elevated, there are some serious health implications involved there. But I also want to talk a bit about other aspects of cumulative stress. So we feel sick, we feel tired, probably because we're not getting quality sleep. And when you go to bed stressed, let's say at the end of your day, you decide you want to unwind in front of the TV. Well, the blue light in the screens is going to stimulate your brain further. So you come home, you've had a stressful, (laughs) albeit stimulating day, and then you want to just, you know, zone out. That's what I always say. I just say, I want to zone out. I just, I don't even want to think. But what's happening though to our brain is that that blue light is actually stimulating our brain. It's it's telling our brain it's daytime and it's going to be releasing chemicals that will really keep us awake. So there you've got an increase of cortisol. Now you've got serotonin being released because the brain's like, oh, it's daytime. Got to get, got to, you know, get this uh, show on the road here. (laughs) So now everything is stimulating you and you decide, okay, I'm really tired and now I can't even focus on this show. I'm going to go to bed. Well, you get into bed with an elevated cortisol level, hoping that you'll be able to go to sleep and it does not happen. And your brain is, is, active and you're wondering why you can't get to sleep, well, those chemicals 
are kind of working against you. They're really working against you. So melatonin releases in the evening in the darkness. And when we get away from those screens, melatonin releases. And that is our sleepy hormone, I like to say. And if it releases and there's still a surge of cortisol, the trouble with that is the cortisol level is high already. You get to sleep and come morning, cortisol is going to naturally increase and bump you awake. So you are already at what I like to call cortisol capacity. You're already at cortisol capacity and then your body naturally releases more cortisol. So you're going to wake up and you're not going to feel rested. You're going to feel like you'd like to go back to sleep because you never had that release. So we talked about bedtime practices, best bedtime practices in another episode, and I'll link to that below. And please feel free to go back to the beginning as each of these episodes tends to build on itself or build one on the next. So here we are, we're not sleeping well, we go back to work the next day or have stressful things that we've got to accomplish and we never fully rested. Well, during rest, during sleep, our body uses that time to heal itself, to restore. So if we're not getting good sleep, if we're never really coming out of that sympathetic nervous system, which is the stress response, and that is the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response, we want our body to be in the relaxation response because it's in that place that we can experience rest and digestion That's when things slow down, our body can heal, we can actually get significant rest. How do we do that? So in order to help boost our immune system, in order to help our body to restore, repair, and rest, we need to end our day by decreasing that cortisol level, by de-stressing, and that does not include screens. So what that might look like is sitting down with a journal for 20 minutes, or what I like to suggest is a brain dump. Take a spiral notebook, doesn't have to be anything fancy, and just literally write words, like any words that come to your mind, anything that's on your mind, even if it's like, oh, we need toilet paper. Okay, put toilet paper on the page. These do not have to be complete sentences. You don't have to stay in the lines. It doesn't have to be pretty. It's just simply getting it on the page and out of your brain so that you can kind of release some of that brain, like all of those things that are kind of cluttering your mind and keeping you awake. So that's one thing. Also, qigong or therapeutic deep breathing, that abdominal breathing at night can be very helpful to de-stress. And de-stressing doesn't have to happen at night. De-stressing can happen all day long. 
when you wake up in the morning, practicing taking several abdominal breaths, several deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth, breathing in and feeling your belly expand and contract, that is a therapeutic deep breath. And what that's going to do is it's going to help to stimulate your vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is the longest nerve in your body, and it helps to activate the relaxation response. So if you want to activate that response, that abdominal breathing is going to be very helpful for you, both to relieve some muscle tension and to kind of clear your mind, but also, like I just said, to help activate that relaxation response. So feeling stupid, sick, and slow. And again, those words might sound very offensive, but I think now you may have a better idea as to why those words are often used. We get brain fog when we're in the stress response continually. We are have trouble concentrating. We are tired all the time. We tend to have difficulty making decisions. We have trouble communicating. And so it just, it goes, there's so much to it. And if you're noticing these things and you get frustrated with yourself and you're thinking, I need to focus better or I need better motivation, or I need to do this, X, Y, Z. My friend, I would like to suggest that it's not you, it's stress. And if you can get your stress under control, you will see the needle move in those areas in your life where you're just kind of frustrated with yourself right now. Like, do I seriously have a cold again? You know, seriously, am I sick again? Uh, and I, I'm, I'm trying to encourage you here, friend. It's not you. It's stress. So learning to manage your stress, your worry, anxiety, and stress is going to be one of the best things you can do for yourself. So please take time every morning. If the only thing you do after listening to this episode is take several deep breaths every morning and every night, you will be taking steps to help yourself to shift your your system from the sympathetic nervous system, which is that stress response, into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest. And that's where we want to be so that we can get out of that sick and tired cycle. So that's what I wanted to say to you today, friends. I hope that you find it helpful and useful. I hope that you'll breathe every morning and breathe deeply every night and that you will see a shift in your stress level. I sure appreciate you listening. And if you want to hear more, please go back throughout all the episodes and catch up a little bit. If you would like more resources 
for reducing your worry, anxiety, or stress, please visit Sarah, F-A-L-K, coaching.com, where I have all kinds of resources for you. I've got a worry less resource guide that you can get for free on that website. And also, friends, uh, if you th- if you want to know, and if you you're not sure, there is a stress tolerance level quiz on my website, which is really fun, and I had a lot of fun creating it. So I hope you'll go try it out and see what you get. <laughs> All right, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to leave me a message at sarahfalkcoaching.com, and you can also book a free call with me. And we can talk about your health and wellness goals and how I might be able to help you reach those goals, especially when it comes to managing worry, anxiety, and stress. All right, my friends, I will talk to you again very soon. And until then, peace.